It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity, Comicare, is running. We are up for a challenge, and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles, and we want to post them on our pages, too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the one thousand mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past, and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org slash 1000smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000smiles and make your pledge today. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And this week we did not watch a movie, kids, but we do have a guest in the studio. But before I dive into that, let me get this stuff out of the way first so then we can just talk to our heart's content, kids. All right, listeners, you can find us on 4 Yeah, Fuck that up. All right, retake. Count me in. Thank you, producer Bob. All right. Hello and welcome. Uh, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Podcast Directory, Double Twist, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. And, of course, if you want to do some shopping, everyone likes to go to Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net and click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Now, with all that out of the way, because, of course, if you people listen to the actual beginning of the show, you'll hear that advertisement for Revenge Lover. And if you mention 4i Radio on that, uh, your first purchase, you get 10% off of your order. Now, that's all out of the way and everything that we like to introduce. Now, this person isn't a stranger to podcasts. She, that's right, I already, I already put a she in there, so you have to... You're like, oh, my mind is racing, because Steve doesn't know women, so how is this possible? Um... Well, she's my friend. That's why we were able to get her on. I wasn't going to bury the lead, but <laughs> thanks. But, uh, yeah, she was on Socially Awkward, uh, I would say maybe almost a year ago. It was it was a long time, but she is back because we found out that she is a horror fan. So, of course, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Cody. I've 
been on here before, once or twice. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is the first time she's been on the Bee Horror Cast. So um, she was able to do something last weekend where she went to actual a horror con, which is something I have not done yet. I know everyone's all like, oh, "You're on a horror podcast. You never been one." I don't have money, people. I, yes. I don't. I don't make money from this. But we're going to talk about that, and we also probably have a couple of questions to ask her because uh, we realize that a lot of people who are listening to this podcast might not listen to all the other podcasts on the network. So, Cody, we'll, we'll probably ask you a few like, "Oh, you give a little bit of your backstory, let people know what you're about," and then I know Anna and I probably have a couple of questions lined up for you before we dive into that because we'll start. Start off with what we usually do every week as we catch up on our week, uh, what we've been up to, and then when we get done with that, then uh, you feel free to you know chime in and everything, Cody. But you will we'll be we'll be asking you your questions and your week as well and stuff like oh, that. Asking so. what your social security good. number is so we can get to know you a little you better. Know. <laughs> just a yeah, little bit, just right? like you know, just like that <laughs> that uh, the Google Docs uh, uh, virus <laughs> that went out today. So. Yeah. What's your email address and password? Yeah. And uh, what's your security question? Yeah. <laughs> Your mother's maiden name. Yeah. What's oh. the last four digits of your social? That's a lot of information to buy a hamburger. Yeah. But all right. What street did you go up on? <laughs> what was like, your first pet's name? You're like, you're like huh, Trump's America. Why not? Let me get oh that cheeseburger. My. Let me get that cheeseburger. <laughs> but uh, Anna, let's uh, dive into our weeks. Uh, yeah, because last week we were we we entitled the episode Biohazard because I was sick with well not sick but I think it was stuffed up with all the allergies kicking up and stuff like that. And honestly, I had the guy come in and replace my air filter last Friday, and now I'm like, man, I can breathe. So it probably was just me just not oh. dusting shit. Um, <laughs> but Anna, you, how, how, what have you been up to this week? Um, What have I been up to this week? Big fat and nothing. Um, yeah, there's lots of work. Actually, uh, overtime restarted last week, so I've been working. Uh, I worked overtime last week and this week, so that's been kind of nice. It'll be nice to see that on my paycheck. Um, I also, oh, so today actually was kind of cool because I went outside to, uh, fill up my, um, ow, (laughs) (laughs) to fill up my ow, um, no, I went outside to fill up my power steering fluid. Yeah, I I was going to comment on this too. Yeah, well actually it was really, really dumb because literally like I walked outside to my car and I saw that there were these two Indian businessmen, like India Indian, which I have no problem with them, but they were standing behind my car. I'll just put it this way. they're the most population in my apartment complex. Yes. Like I've seen more than, and like I said, nothing wrong because they're very nice, very courteous, and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes very quiet, yes. Very quiet. And what I really like is actually I miss. I used to have uh, a family living below me, and they would always cook their food and just walking outside and just being like, "Oh man, that's good." Kind of yeah. thing. You know? But uh, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you with this because when you were doing that. I was getting the mail, so <laughs> I want to hear your scenario, and then we can literally see a guy who actually saw it all just happen, just going like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, now you guys, like, pique my interest. I really need It to was know. really bizarre, because there was, okay, so I was walking towards my car, and I saw that there were two Indian businessmen standing behind my car and talking. So I saw them, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're probably going to move on to the sidewalk, which is right next to my car, so then, you know, they can, so I can, you know, leave. Uh-huh. So I went over and threw my stuff into my car. They saw that I, like, unlocked my car because I have a key fob. They moved slightly to the left to where they were almost not behind my car anymore. (laughs) Then they saw me pop the trunk, pull out my power steering fluid and my nozzle, and then walk over to the front of my car, and I'm like... Like the springs on the hood of my car are broken to hold it open, so ah. I literally, in order to fill up my car, I have to hold open the the 
hood lid, rest it on my shoulder, open the power steering thing, oh, put in the nozzle, pull it, make sure that the nozzle, the the funnel doesn't tip over because it's happened like three or four times now and it spills all over my engine and it's really <laughs> annoying. All while balancing a really fucking heavy car hood on my shoulder. Well, your car's older too, so the metal's It's a 2000, a yeah. yeah. So, but it, it, it was just like a ridiculous, like dumb scenario. And so then two more Indian businessmen walk over and start talking to the first two Indian businessmen. So now there's four Indian businessmen <laughs> standing behind my car having this long conversation like about who Dr. knows the fuck Seuss what. Right <laughs> While I'm filling up my car, none of them offer any help whatsoever. They're all just kind of like having their conversation and pretending like I don't exist. Um, huh. Then this Hispanic guy comes out of nowhere and says, oh, I can grab that for you. And he holds up the, the hood of my car. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And as I was filling it up, I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, the springs are broken on the hood of my car. He's like, no, you're good. I had the same issue with my car. And he was really, really nice, really courteous. He I know Hannah me. gave her her number. She's no, going to see him on Friday night. <laughs> no. Um, it's his think, name, Juan. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask his name. I'm assuming his name is probably Jimmy. Um, uh, well, alrighty then. I was trying to think of the most American name possible, but anyways, so this really nice Hispanic guy. Oh, I thought like, you went with Jimmy because he was like Jimmy rigging up. Huh, your... that's oh. what I thought. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. I thought you were being clever. No, I'm not clever. <laughs> you should know this by now. If you yeah. listen to anything I ever say, I'm not clever. Oh, I anyways. love everything you say. <laughs> God knows why. Uh, but anyway, so this guy was nice enough to hold the hood of my car for me. So, person, I highly doubt you will ever hear this, but it was very much appreciated, and it was like, it really made my day. Well, absolutely. So I wanted to give a shout-out to all the nice people who actually take time out of their day to help out someone else out. Like, even if he's literally just letting someone go in front of you in yeah. traffic. Like, well, see, you guys are awesome. Thank that, you. Yeah, for real. Like, Fuck I those remember... people. Like, I have places to go. I don't have time for you to come in front of you me. You just did that twice today. Oh. <laughs> Don't. Called out. <laughs> Don't ruin my called bad out. name with good name. I think shit. I think you just got called out. Uh, In a good so way. And I, so what it. I get to do is I walk outside and I go to get my. I have to grab something out of the car, mm-hmm. and I'm coming back and I see you doing your whole like. I saw you walk to the car and going. Oh, I think they're probably gonna move when they see someone walking towards the car and doing well, stuff with the car. And literally, I saw them. I uh, to me like you were up there. I, to me, it didn't even look like they moved that much. <laughs> and then didn't. and then finally, I go to the mail and you're backing out and you're leaving and i'm looking at the i'm still looking at them and i'm i literally they all looked over at me like after i saw the whole thing and i literally just looked at them like what the fuck <laughs> and they were literally all like oh and i'm all like no no, no what i'm like yeah, they Seriously. were still standing out in the road I'm i like, pulled out next to them and they all were just looking at my car yeah i'm like and I'm you're like, in the fucking middle of the road Move. i'm the kind of bitch that i'll yell like, out my window fuck, and be like get the fuck out of the way you know. I was so tempted to start blaring metal, but I couldn't find metal on the radio. Oh, see, so. that's me. That's me. <laughs> but yeah, that's so. my Speaking of metal, yeah. foreshadow. That's, uh, that's always my revenge against traffic. Whenever I get pissed off at Just someone some cutting metal. me off, I literally turn up my volume as loud as I can and roll down the no, windows. No, you want to have fun. That's me. You roll down your windows and you find some polka music. <gasps> oh! oh my god, I'm so doing that now. <laughs> see, I like metal. I have really bad road rage. Um, I don't know if anybody listening has heard me on the other podcast, but I'm pretty sure I've mentioned you that. You have road rage? Oh, bad. Really bad. Trying, trying to steal my shit real, real creative. 
Anyways, what, uh, how was your week? I forgot to ask Oh, that you. was basically it. Just that working. was the, the highlight of your week. Well, no, not the highlight of my week. I mean, this weekend, my buddy came over, Patrick from, we talked about it on Life is Shit, but he came over. Uh, for, it turned out I needed a new alternator for my car because it was like 12 years old. And oh, I'm I saw like, that on Facebook. So I was able to take care of that, um, get a new one and stuff. Of course, I went to Auto's, uh, not Auto's, I went to O'Reilly's. and. Up. uh well, no, I went there, and lucky for me, I called ahead of time. They had, like, one more left. I was like, okay, but I, I thought I was going to pay that much, and then I looked at my thing. I was like, oh, there's a $129 I wasn't planning on spending, so that was kind of fun. So I'm like, when they're like, oh, geez, back, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need that fucking money back, so <laughs> after work. But, yeah, the car's working great. It was It's it's interesting, though, because apparently my car has this warning system that I didn't know about until I looked it up online because I wasn't sure what it was, but the battery light came on in my car, and I'm thinking, okay, is it the battery? And I'm like, well, the battery's not even a year old. So I checked online. It could be either the alternator or the alternator belt. If you find, I find out. I'm like, oh, okay. So, and when I was telling that to Pat, Pat's like, that's actually a good thing to have on your car. Like, I mean, uh, he has a newer car now, so I'm pretty sure his will probably have that warning sign. But he's all like, but most of the time he's like, either you go to start your car and it doesn't start and the battery's fine and it's your alternator, or you're driving down the motherfucking street and the thing just conks out on you. So he's like, you got fucking lucky because I was able to still go to work, come back to work. Uh, from work and everything and then I just left it you know sitting there for like the week and everything like that and then even when I came back and turned it on it turned on he's like well clearly it's not your battery because it came on kind of thing but he was like all right let's change this but he's just like looked at me like man like most people like it's like you have good luck for that shit because like that would have probably like dropped out of someone's car or something like that or just like shut down you're just <laughs> yeah. in traffic like sorry go around, go around. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I can drive again, which is which is nice. Uh, though it was really sad. I felt like Lenny from The Simpsons with the episode when they uh, uh, the smart people take over the town. And they're like, oh, we just got rid of all the green lights. We just have red and yellow because people seem to go faster through yellow. And Lenny's going through the yellow light. He's like, man, I'm making record time today. He's like, if only I had some place to be. Aww. And I literally had the car repaired. I was all like, oh, I can go anywhere. I'm like, yeah, but I have nowhere to go. So <laughs> just going to actually, I rephrase that because I ended up, up nowhere to go. I ended up just exactly. going, I ended up just going to the Target and picking up the new Mario Kart. So playing a little bit of that, which that is fun. That nerd life, though. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what fun. we talked about every other time that's I've been on the podcast. <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah. So, but without further ado, uh, Cody, for people who might not know who you are, uh, new listeners or listeners on the show that have never heard you on this show before, give a little bit about yourself and then tell us how your week was. Uh, huh. What's <laughs> your middle name? <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> my name's Cody. No, uh, uh, Cody, I am a gamer, big-time gamer. I've actually been on the podcast before. Uh, with uh, what is that? Socially Arcade? awkward. Oh yeah, socially Arcade, awkward yeah. and arcade bros. Arcade That's right. Bros, yeah, and uh, we talked a lot about. I did some hardcore research, found out all the different games coming out, and kind of gave my little blurb about every single one of those. Um, definitely a horror fan, so I'm really yes. excited to be on. Really, the podcast. I never oh, would have yes. guessed by the fact that you're wearing a penta- pentacle, pentacle, and you have a pentagram on your purse. And yeah. you went to HorrorCon. Yeah. And you have a uh, Jason t-shirt. What? And you have... Well, <laughs> I was just going to go with I figured she would tell. Like, We'll get to the HorrorCon stuff and things like that because I'm very interested. Well, I know you guys um, You give the shout out for uh, the nerd blocks and stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have the horror block as well. That's right. If yeah, you want to go, see, I, I I get horror block every month, guys. So I'm very I love horror oh, movies. Yeah, that's what I should say. So <laughs> a lot of the horror blocks, the pictures that you guys have seen on the Instagram page and whatnot, that have come from Cody 
she'll send them over my way and I'll post them on the thing and tag her and everything like that. So she gets uh, the love she needs. Uh, that's actually another thing I want to say. So if you want people to follow you and stuff like that, if you want to throw out your Instagram, Twitter or Twitch channel or any of that kind of stuff you have, if people want to find you or follow. Well, um, I currently do not. I'm actually working on doing uh, live streaming with Twitch. I'm working on starting up uh, making cosplay costumes and doing the whole cosplay thing. Uh, don't have that started yet. However, my Instagram is killpopcody. It's K-I-L-L-P-0-P and then K-O-D-I. Um, I post stuff up there all the time. I actually have pictures from HorrorCon. Uh, Motor City... Wow, excuse me. Motor City Nightmares is what it was Motor called. Motor City Nightmares? Motor City. Motor Okay, Sean Connery. That's right. Oh, yeah, Shitty Walk. Oh, Hello, welcome to Shitty Walk. Please. Um, yeah, so when I found out that uh, Cody was a big horror fan as well, um... And everything that there's... you shot me in the arm. No. Yes. First off, I don't have a gun. Um, second of all, uh, but yeah, we were just talking a little bit because the end of the month comes out the the Friday the Thirteenth game, which yes. uh, Arcade Bros will be streaming. I actually now you said that makes me want to do a stream where we have a group of people playing, and I'm just gonna start doing Scooby Doo voices throughout the entire. Oh thing. my god! Oh my god! Okay. Foreshadow. Foreshadow. So because when you, you see Jason, I'll just go like, Oh man, it's old man McGillicuddy. Zoinks! Oh my god! Um, yeah, the okay. foreshadowing. So I have stories to tell about HorrorCon, just throwing it out there, yes. because you just made me very happy. This will get you, this will get you people to be, keep listening to the show going like, okay, they're going to talk about HorrorCon, so let's just, just hold on tight. And by the way, it was fucking incredible, just for everybody listening, just so you guys know. <laughs> and by the way, Cody's hot and single, so spread this podcast around. See, no, no, no. Oh yeah, I forget, not single anymore. <laughs> Cody's hot and almost single, I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, first off, back that up, because I was like, this is again why you don't have friends in it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Again, why is this a surprise to me? Um, but, well, why would this be? But a I was going to say, I usually like to ask our uh, our guests um, some horror questions. Nothing okay. like like who played. This? Like I'm not going to yeah. do that. Basically, just because. Pop stuff. quiz. Uh, no, it's not horror it, trivia. Okay. You're fine. If it's I good. if I had if I had my one game working properly, but I've only tested. No, I never got a chance to play. Uh, mm. Go home, Netflix. You're drunk on socially awkward, but. Um, I did a I did one for Halloween where it was all horror themes one where it's basically very bad descriptions of horror movies and people had to guess the horror. I movie. saw one about Freddy Krueger today and it made me die. I wish I could remember what it was. It was like <laughs> uh, it was I talking did. about um, an old old uh, an older guy working in a boiler room showing kids to follow their dreams or something like uh, that and I died. <laughs> uh, the one I had it was for uh, spoilers. I'm not going to let anyone guess this one or should I let you guys guess no, this one? No, let us guess. I want to guess. I want to guess. Okay, so I have to remember. I know it's written down, but I think it's not going to be verbatim, but the one I wrote down was uh, a, a teenager boy, a teenage boy moves to a new uh, town living in a in an old house with history. Not only does he have to try to get through high school, but he also has to uh, uh, wrestle with his own uh, sexuality. Uh, what movie? I know what movie this is, but I'm going to let you guess it if I you can. I have no fucking idea. It might have something to do with what you were just talking about. Freddy Krueger? Maybe. Oh, damn. What movie do you think it is? I have no fucking clue. I'm so bad at guessing. It's guys. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, my God. Okay, so Freddy fucking Krueger, nigga. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, some of the things that he came up with were super clever. Well, see, and like I've seen a couple of them, and they're really like. No, this one was like named the gayest movie just because it had so much like 
uh, undertow of homosexuality throughout the film. Yeah. Even and the director was like, yeah, this movie's pretty gay. Yeah. yeah so, uh, <laughs> the, actually, that's a great... Slap him on the ass that's real a, quick. Actually, if you want to know a lot more about, like, some of the stuff, uh, there's a... It's still on. It's like a four-hour documentary, but it's well worth it. It's Never Sleep Again. It's pretty much all about the entire uh, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, so... Yeah, uh, we actually did a podcast and talked about it. It was really, really interesting yeah, to it's really watch cool. it. Yeah, oh all the stuff. And just, like, how, like, kind of Freddy Krueger broke out as almost like the Bart Simpsons, where like they were like the Freddy Hotline, Freddy commercials, like Dude, all Freddy, these. Like, Freddy Krueger, like he that actually fun fact. Knowing a little bit about me, Freddy Krueger is definitely one of my favorite. Like, I love Freddy Krueger, and I I love Freddy Krueger because of the way he kills people. It's different every time, and I love it. Needle fingers. Yeah, you know. No, the like, heroin one. Oh, speaking. Oh, God. We need to hurry and talk <laughs> no, about HorrorCon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get to that. Yeah, I do, I do well, have a quick question. Well, that was the you. question I was building up to. The, the first question was like, it, it might be, I don't know if it's the same question you're going to ask, but it was basically going to be, uh, so when was the, what was, what was the first horror film you saw, mm-hmm. like age wise and mm-hmm. what it was? And now did that become your favorite franchise or when you got older, you checked out like basically what was like your gateway horror movie, like into every, like you saw, like it either scared the crap out of you or you were like, Oh no, I want to see more yeah. of this kind of thing. Well, see, I was super young when I started watching horror movies. Like my family didn't really care. They were like, eh, eh, whatever, let her watch whatever. Um, the earliest horror movie that I remember is probably child's play. Mm. Chucky is definitely one of my favorites. Um, he used to scare the shit out of me. Used to, um, now it's not too bad. I actually just watched uh, The Curse of Chucky. For okay, the, yeah, yeah. It was only the second time that I've seen it. But the first time, I wasn't very big on it just because the doll was different. And you could tell yeah, like, it was the eyes brand. was different. and like It was updated. Yeah, it, it, you know, and that's fine. And well, the CGI yeah. was just Also, painful. fun fact about uh, the original Chucky movie. Uh, you already know this. Um, the guy who plays Chucky oh, plays gonna... Worm... I'm going to stop you. He's been the voice of Chucky since the first movie. Okay. So the guy who plays Chucky is Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings. Oh, With no eyebrows. Oh, my God. So can I say fun fact really fast? Yeah. Hardly anybody I know knows this. Okay, so you guys remember the old school, the Tales of the Crypt, right? Mm. Yes. With the Crypt Keeper? Mm -hmm. Okay, you know (laughs) me? That that is the one. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. All right, so... From the original um, child play movies, what they did was they took the Chucky doll and they skinned the Chucky doll and they created the Crypt Keeper. Hmm. Like, if you look at pictures um, of the Crypt Keeper and of the old school Chucky, the eyes, dude. Like, you look at the eyes and it's exactly the same. And it's so crazy. Like, Interesting. I actually... I, I so cr- now we know what... Uh, what happened to Chucky? No, I was going to say what Brad... Dorif's skeleton looks like. Dude, well, seeing like, um, like, like I said. Well, it was a grave decision. <laughs> I used to love that show. Oh, it's coming back. <laughs> I love it. No, okay, so there's a lot of horror con stuff. Um, I did watch The Curse of Chucky, like I was talking about, and mm-hmm. like, it kind of um solidified the whole Crypt Keeper thing because I was watching it and you could see the difference. Like, in the doll, the eyes were completely different. Oh. And, like, in the original Chucky, they're, like, ice blue. And there's no, like, real interruptions or anything. They're just ice blue and he looks fucking psychotic. Like, uh, the Facebook meme, have you seen, where it's, like, when somebody tells me to calm down, and it shows Chucky and he's all fucking crazy-faced. Okay. <laughs> 
like old school Chucky, my shit. Newer one, it's not bad because it it kind of describes like the background of it. Yeah, it gives a little bit more of a story, which is kind of cool. Exactly, and that was really Plus, cool. Plus, the ending was great. The ending was great. So, if the, you have not seen Curse of Chucky, not Netflix. to spoil it, but definitely check it out on Netflix. It, uh, an old face comes back. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> oh, I do have a question. Um, so basically, uh, just to clarify, like Chucky was your first kind of like film to get yeah, you into everything. Yeah, that was like, clo- like I mean, I watched a lot of the older horror movies when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, Chucky was definitely the first one I remember. Freddy Krueger was right up there too. Um, and you know, Friday the Thirteenth, all the original. So I'm curious: is there a horror movie that still freaks you out to this day? Actually, yes. Um, I remember, and this wasn't too long. I was, I don't know. 14 and I remember I was watching and I'm sure it would still scare me to this day. I was watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it was Is it the one. remake? I don't know if it I don't remember if it was Is the remake. Jessica, I was 14. So. Okay, well, I'm I'm going off of me where I'm older than everybody here. <laughs> so, okay, so the one when I saw the remake, I saw it in theaters and I it was, it was about my, 11 years ago. And it was my first uh not for uh, well, it was my first like Texas Chainsaw Massacre ever in the theaters. But let's see, I was just oh, that was what I was say it was my first year of college. Uh-huh. So that had to be two thousand two or two thousand three. Well, see, yeah, this was this was about eleven years ago. I remember I was because I was living with my aunt and uncle, and they weren't home. They went somewhere, and I was up by myself, and I was like scrolling down, you know, direct TV or whatever. And I see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I'm like, oh my god, horror movies, so I'm gonna watch it, right? Mm-hmm. I turn it on. And I'm watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I remember sitting there and getting so scared, and I had to, like, put it on pause, and I kept getting up to, like, go to the bathroom. Does that ring a bell? That's the one. It's That's the 2003 Yeah, that's one. the one that's produced by Michael Bay, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely yeah, yeah, the that. 2003 no, edition. I like, actually, the scariest part to me in that movie, because uh, it's... People will know this about me and stuff like that, but, like, for whatever reason, apparently I was scarred at a very young age, so nothing really disturbs <laughs> me anymore. But I think the scariest part to me in that movie, where I was actually like, no, was when they threw the weed away. Oh, see, <laughs> and, like, okay. Just like, they that. literally threw it, and I look over at my buddy, uh, my buddy Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, who I was seeing it with, and Kent. I look over, and I'm like, that's fucking frightening. And they're like, nothing's happened yet. They just got rid of the weed. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. All right, anybody that knows me, okay, the only thing that I ever really get scared of is, like, video games. And it's just the built-up angst. Like, when I'm playing a video game and I know there's going to be some... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like a pop scare, you know? An alien. Well, see, and, like, I can watch horror movies all all day. Like, Kenny, for instance, he took me to a uh, haunted house Mm. for Valentine's Day. Because I don't like the whole Valentine's Day thing. I think it's a little lame. But, uh, it's okay, it's built by like, Walmart, I mean, we all know. <laughs> well, like, I mean, Haunted Houses, I love Haunted Houses, I love scary movies, I love anything horror, but the second I start playing a video game, I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> right? it's so it's kind of at your own pace, so it makes sense, yeah, you never know when something's going to exactly. jump out. Exactly, and I mean, there's certain video <clears throat> games that I've played that I get scared, and I'm like, why are you getting scared right now? Like, you are such a pansy, like, you need to buck up and just no, do No, I, I, that was me, I was a little freaked out, um. Um, with, uh, I'll talk about the other game because I just realized they're making a sequel. I'm like, I haven't even finished the first one. But the Evil Within? Yeah, Evil Within. <gasps> they're making a sequel. They're making a sequel. But where I'm at in the game, I'm like, I really got to, I know I'm going to have to restart it, but I'm like, I do need to play this. But yeah, it's it's a very fast pace of like, 
okay, this is going on. Oh, you're knocked out. Oh, you're hanging upside down. That's oh, like gotta... a run scare. That's yeah, one a, of those you a, don't a try fucking, to kill him. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> like a very intense thing. But one of the ones I was really freaked out with was Bioshock, the first one. Really? Because right in the Bioshock beginning, Bioshock used to scare the shit out of me. Because right in the beginning of the game, you, basically you get a weapon. It's a uh, it's just a wrench in the beginning, and then you have to, and then you just keep hearing like this laughter, these things climbing on the walls and stuff. And literally, you have no idea what's going on because how this game starts is you're in an airplane, it crashes, you're in the middle of the ocean, and then there's just this tower oh. just in the middle of the ocean. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna swim towards it because it's the only thing with water. And then That's you go, a huge nope. And there's the thing, you go in there, and then all of a sudden you're just getting lowered down to this underground like like t- cities yeah. in the fucking ocean just out in the middle of the ocean kind of thing see so. my friend rosie she actually um uh she used to play bioshock and i went over i remember going over to her house and watching her play it and like it's so funny because like you would look at her and you wouldn't think that she would get scared right and we were sitting there playing it or whatever and you know the big daddies with yeah the yeah little girls? the little sisters yeah. okay so the lights go out in the game and it's totally black. Yeah. Like, you can't see anything. And the lights flicker on, you still can't see anything. You see, like, a flicker of the room, and they go back off, and then back on, and there's something right in front of you. And me and Rosie, I remember, she fl- she threw her fucking control. Ah! You were going to say something. Yeah, so, um, two things, actually. First of all, this is exactly why I'm scared of the ocean, because we have explored more of the surface of Mars than we have of our own ocean. We know ocean. more about because space than we do our own ocean. First off, we don't fucking fuck the, that, fuck yeah, the Just ocean. Mars in general. So that's exactly why I don't like the ocean, because who knows what the fuck is down there, because fuck that shit. Well, Dude, have fucking you seen... Godzilla could be down there. Have you fucking know. <laughs> Godzilla, um, I, that name uh, dropped, though. I really need to do uh, just an entire episode on Arcade Rose of just the Bioshock series. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, you a, should, you should a, invite your dear, dear old friend Cody. I think she she's a gamer, right? Yeah, she wants she's to She's a come gamer. Yeah, she's a bitch. Oh, well, <laughs> just kidding. So when anyways, I hear she lives right across anyways, the street. But anyways. Practically right next door. But basically in the beginning of that game, you don't really have that much. But then as soon as you get your first, like you get the an injection in your arm, you get the, the oh shit, what is it called? Like the splicing mm-hmm. um all of a sudden you're like oh, okay and then like these things run out you hit the water electrocute some and then you're like okay so when when i start building all that stuff up like in the very beginning you're like holy shit what the fuck's going on start building that shit up but then you start like there's a partner where a woman's literally crying she's like oh my god my baby help my baby and you're like walking over and you're like uh okay what am i gonna do like you could either walk over and be like oh is there an actual child or be like me and i literally ran over and just knocked her the fuck out with that wrench uh-huh. and then look in the carriage and there was a fucking revolver in there so she was literally gonna pull that shit on me oh so shit. you're like okay well fuck this but as soon as you start when i started upgrading everything i literally would come into a room with a bunch of those things and be like bring it because then you have like all these oh abilities. yeah so then you have like, like that ability to yeah so in the very all- like in the very beginning where you don't have shit it was very freaky because, like, the lights go out, it's flickering, this whole city. And then you start learning about the city where it's all in, uh, it's all in, uh, uh, it's all in, like, uh, <clears throat> it's in all dis- in, like, in the... disarray and everything mm-hmm. like that. But, um, oh, but... I have one other thing, or two yeah, other things yeah, go to ahead. say. So, really quickly, movie that freaks me out the most that I think would still freak me out if I saw it again, which I do want to watch it for the horror podcast, at least, is The Fourth Kind. Have you seen it? The fourth kind, that's an alien movie? Yes, but actually the reason why it freaks me out is because it it resembles so strongly demonic possession that uh, it freaks me out. 
But the, um, we'll get to that in a second. But the <laughs> other thing is uh, the one thing that freaks me out the most is that for some reason, it, it's so dumb, but for some reason I have this mental block on it. Um, it's the War of the Worlds music or like musical mm-hmm. where I think it's the Moody Blues mm-hmm. does the music for it. Uh-huh. Every time I hear it, it scares the shit out of me. Because the fir- <laughs> well, the first time I heard it, I was like six. Yeah. Well, and then after like we moved to England in two thousand. Yeah. So I was like eleven, and the freaking War of the Worlds takes place in England. Yeah. So it was just like and, and my the whole family loves it. Yeah. And well, I like I just have this huge mental. Every time I hear it, I start like panicking. Well, I have see, no idea why. there's a um. I used to watch. Uh, what is that? Uh, House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. Like the, oh, one, okay, yeah, yeah. the one where Marilyn Manson does the cover of Sweet Dreams. Okay, um, so that's got to be the one with Liam Neeson and Owen. No, wait. Oh, no, no. That, uh, it's that's got, a haunting. Gosh. Uh, it's got that really pretty chick in it. Same. Uh, it's got the really pretty chick. She's got great eyebrows and bone structure. She's I'm really. Trying, I'm trying she's to like that the one, girlfriend. And it's got uh, Julius. Is it Julia Stiles? You're asking some. I don't even think I've seen this movie, House on Haunted Hill. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Well, it's got a lot of familiar faces, and just so everybody knows, I'm terrible with actor names. So, um, House on Haunted Hill, though, it's uh, if you haven't seen it, which if you haven't, you should probably really see it if you're listening to this horror podcast because it's well, great. I, 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 just go ahead and see it. I would say that because I, I literally just said, uh, yeah. Um, Anna's trying to do beer. I'm ruining, pulling the curtain away. Um, No, I wouldn't say like that because I'm like I just said I haven't seen it. So well, it's it's really well. This is just for you then, Steve. Um, Really, all for me? Yeah, all for you. It's uh, pretty much it's about uh, an insane asylum that gets shut down. Okay. Okay. It's this giant building, and um, this really rich dude. He owns like a theme park. He's he's having a birthday, okay. and so he sends out um, invitations to different people, but the computer like gets hacked into like mysteriously. It gets hacked into and it sends it to different people. All the people that show up, <clears throat> nobody knows each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, okay, like what am I doing here? Um, his idea for his party was that he would have everybody stay the night in this hotel and whoever could come out of the hotel alive would get a million dollars. Okay. And he has no idea. Like this hotel supposedly is haunted and obviously just like any other skeptic in any movie, he's like, Oh, uh, whatever. Let's try it. Right. And, um, anyways, they're in this, this, uh, insane asylum and everything just goes batshit fucking crazy. And it, you have to kind of see it to understand, but okay. it's it's really good. Okay. Like it's older. Uh, Marilyn Manson does a cover of Sweet Dreams, uh, which is perfect. Like his voice is great for. I've always loved Marilyn Manson as far as like voiceovers and stuff goes. Um, but that was one of the first other first horror movies I remember seeing a lot of. And then um, another one, probably Deep Rising was a good one for okay. me. I really liked that movie. Um, In the Middle of the Ocean, Cruise Ship, Sea Monster. Yeah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah that was fun, you know. Uh, uh, I like a good uh, monster <laughs> flick, obviously, because of Godzilla and seeing uh, You know, Skull it's Island, funny because so. um, you'd be very jealous. Uh, Scott, uh, my new boyfriend, he is actually really huge in Godzilla. Godzilla is like his shit. Like, he got a $100 fucking... Um, 
like action figure, one of the ones that have like 15 different joints mm-hmm. in the tail type thing. Yeah. And he got like a whole bunch of posters and all this other stuff. And he's totally into Godzilla, so that that cracks me up. Awesome. <laughs> I might have to talk to him to do Skyping. No, I had there was a Godzilla show on the podcast. Was there? Uh, well, it's still on the podcast. Like the last episode was released when we just talked about Skull Island because that ties into the Godzilla universe right now. What they're building with uh, uh, Warner Brothers and everything okay. like that. So. Um, but yeah, it was called uh, Code Site Omega. Um, there's probably like five episodes of it right now, but the problem was not being able to find a host yeah. uh, to sit down and do it. Because I did one episode where I think I just talked with myself, but it's very just, it's like 20 something minutes. And it's like, I have no one to like bounce things off of and <laughs> shit like that. So I'm a huge Godzilla fan as well. Yeah, no, so that's Scott awesome. is too. He, he I actually... mean, I ended up getting a Loot Crate Deluxe uh, and worked out for me because I had a sale going on. I just did one box. I didn't. Because yeah. it's like 50 bucks. Uh, yeah, no, a the month. deluxes are crazy. But what I got in it was like a Predator figure, which was pretty awesome. That's and then awesome. It, but I basically got it just because it was going to have this limited edition Godzilla item in it. Oh, that's And I'm cool. like, fuck, I need that. And then I got it was like radioactive Godzilla figure or whatnot. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm... Oh, Scott, I know that you're going to be listening to this later on, and you should be jealous. <laughs> no, I'm more jealous of his thing. <laughs> no, it's pretty awesome, honestly. Like, no, that's, that his thing we walked pretty awesome. by We walked by one of the booths, and just Godzilla everywhere, right? And he, he kept stopping, like, I can't spend that much money, da, 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 you know? He ended up getting the figure. Um, yeah, but we, yeah, we reviewed Skull Island, a uh, great film. Uh, definitely check that out, especially if you're a huge Godzilla fan, especially if you really enjoyed the new one that came out in uh, 2000... Yeah, 13, 14, 2014. Yeah, that one. Wow, um, it seems like so much longer. Um, yeah, well, yeah. It, the, one, the terrible one with Matthew Broderick. No, that's 1998, and that's not a Godzilla movie. Oh, she's oh. on mute. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just said that there was the one with Matthew Broderick. 1998, not a Godzilla movie. Yeah, technically that was a creature feature. See, see, and that's funny because, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, You're but wrong. I'm pretty sure that Scott said the same thing. Like, yeah, no, he's like, like, that doesn't count. If you literally, no, Cheers to you, Scott. That's what I'm saying. Scott, if you're listening to this, you'll hopefully be agreeing with me right now. But literally, it is. You could literally have named that a completely different movie, and I would have been fine with it. But tagging on Godzilla, and then you're like, whoa, Godzilla's getting You could hurt. have been like, Cloverfield's brother. Uh. Well, no, this came out before Cloverfield. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. Anna, you want to go down that road? Because I know all the monster movies. No, no. Uh. I'm, I, I know. You are incredibly good with dates. Like, literally, 99% of the time he's right. I caught him wrong once. Dude, no. Ever. Scott is the same once. fucking way. Like, anytime I mention anything, he's like, oh, 2002. Oh, 2006. Oh, 2007. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I swear <laughs> to God, we should have, like, a trivia game where I just ask you about, like, old movies, or, like, especially with, like, the... Well, I know the so much. I mean, uh, it's black like, and white oh yeah, the old huh. monster. Well, I told, I've, I've told, I've talked about this many. I'm just surprised we haven't. T- we'll have to do this during Halloween. We'll just do like a classic monster month or whatnot from yes. the old thing. But like, I was talking about how like you know Dracula actually was filmed. Like there was two versions of Dracula, and when it first came out, there was the American version with Bela Lugosi, and then there was the Spanish version. Uh-huh. And it's funny because you're watching mm-hmm. the Spanish version, and the way they shot everything, like completely same movie, nothing's changed except for the language and. 
the cinematography is completely different though, how they filmed everything and they filmed it in a better like angle and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you're looking at that movie going like, I wish this was the movie that Bela Lugosi was in kind of thing like that. But then it's also Bela Lugosi was also going to be, they were like, Hey, you want to play, you know, Frankenstein? And he said no. And Boris Karloff took the role and then Boris Karloff pretty much stole a lot of roles from Bela Lugosi at that time period where they were doing the, because he played like the mummy, uh, Boris Karloff. He, you know, he was Frankenstein. Like he's done so many of these old, like, school horror movies see um, i'm actually um on, on my first read through of uh bram stoker's mm. dracula oh sorry i was just gonna say really quick so actually there's a podcast that i'm subscribed to they haven't come out with any new episodes recently but it is called if i can find it crap it is called crap yeah. fail it's it called crap. crap podcast uh, no it's an old i have to find it again it but it's an old or... podcast no no it's this old it's this podcast that plays like old radio recordings um... and like puts it in podcast form and there was episodes with bella lugosi boris karloff uh abbott and costello Long... Long... abbott and costello Long cheney jr that's awesome like it was freaking amazing but... and i uh can't find the i I don't have it anymore, but I'm going to look it up and probably listen through it again because it was amazing. You are good. (laughs) But uh, like I said, this is a long episode, kids, so buckle up. Um, well, that's because Cody's here, and Cody knows how to no, talk. But, yeah, that too, and we're just going to <laughs> I do. But uh, what I want to get to, because I, I, know, I know Cody's been like, she's been she's been putting pins, we've been dropping hints, we've been doing this stuff. So Cody, you went horror to a horror con, we've never been. Oh my god. Let us, okay, so what was what was this uh, horror con called? Okay, it's called Motor City Nightmares. Alright. And it's been around for a while, it's uh, one of the bigger horror cons, I'm guessing, in uh, Michigan. Okay, and for anybody that doesn't know, I work with Stan. Stan. I just called you Stan. <laughs> Steve and Anna. Like the A and the. Uh, that that was bad. Okay, so Steve and Anna. Okay. Um, I work no, with I'm them. Stan now, apparently. He's Stan. My entire life is I lying. think that's our couple name is Stan. <laughs> Stan. <laughs> that sounds Don't good. Me on that well, one. okay, so I work, <laughs> I work. I work with them. Meaning, you know. There you go. Ahead. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> wow, that that cover's been blown. Uh, yeah. Well, because we never said where we work. So. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm uh, just gonna. People are just gonna, you're gonna hear a. Boop yeah. At some point, and yeah, then, just a drop. So don't, say, don't say it again. So, I won't say it again. Hold on. I I need to mark this down real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. It's in like forty something. Okay. Sorry, guys. You're good. You're good. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Yeah, All right. So, going. I work with Steve and Anna, and so we get the luxury of traveling. And um, I traveled out to Michigan. My boyfriend, Scott, he actually, he lives out there right Hi, now. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Um, Scott. <laughs> um, I flew out there, and he and his friend Mike were going to a horror con. And I, at first, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I didn't look it up or anything. But then when the time was coming for me to travel, I was like, okay, I have to look this up. I have to see who's going. Like, I have to see who's there. Um, I went to Phoenix Comic Con with Steve and Anna last year, uh, which was very awesome. Uh, Anyways, this horror con, it's called Motor City Nightmares. It's Detroit's horror con. It was in a hotel, or um, the fancy version of a hotel. (laughs) I don't know. It was a Sheraton hotel. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's pretty fancy. It was yeah. fancy. Um, there wasn't Harding. very much room, and it was kind of small. However, saying that, it was fucking incredible. Like I had so much fun. We uh we got there, 
And it was like rainy and kind of cold out in Detroit. And so got, it was typical Detroit. You know. And we walk <laughs> up and like, I was like, damn, because I brought my white contacts to wear. And when I opened them up, there was no solution in there. So they were all dried up. And I was really sad because I've only worn those like twice. Um, but right at the door, of course, they have the monster contacts. So they had the different types of contacts. And I ended up getting some that were gray in the middle and then faded out to red. Um, so I was pretty excited about that. Nice. Anyways, at any convention, there's vendors, there's, you know, different artists, there's different crafters, just all kind of things. Um, and there was a specific guest that I was very excited to meet. Um, Sid Hag. He is actually uh, Captain Spaulding. So I'm curious, is it Sid Hag or Sid Haig? Sid, I actually, I'm going to be completely honest, I have been saying Haig because I think that's what it is. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. He, he's actually... Sid Haig. Well, he's Armenian. Oh, okay. So I'm not 100% that sure. That means nothing right now to me. That yeah. means he has some really weird pronunciation of his fucking name. It's probably like Side Hig or some shit. I think it's Hag. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, so Sid Hag, really quick background. Yeah, that's the guy. Well, that's who they made fun of in that movie. Actually, I'm very curious if it was him in that movie, the uh, the Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was talking about that fucking movie. <laughs> Is that him in it? <laughs> So he's in the sequel. That is him. He's in the sequel. The first one never even happened. They talked about it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's on Mystery Science Theater 3000. They did the first one and they uh -huh. made fun of it. And then the second one comes on and it has nothing to do with the first yeah, movie. Whatsoever. No, he was talking about because... Oh my god! I actually haven't. I haven't seen it, but he talks about a oh, scene. You. He was talking about a scene. Okay, just so everybody knows, Sid Hag. If you don't know who he is, you should. How did you meet him? This oh. explains everything. About him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> so we were standing in his line, and he had like the pictures and stuff that you choose for him to autograph or whatever. And me, Scott, and Mike, <laughs> we were at the back of the line. He wasn't there yet. And Scott had said something about seeing him walking by. And he was like, yeah, you know, he just walked by, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm freaking out. I'm fangirling. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, quick, you know, little sub-note type thing. I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. And Sid Haig, he's in a lot of Rob Zombie films. Mm -hmm. Like, um, anyways... Uh, he's Captain Spaulding in House of a Thousand Corpses, and that's one of my all-time favorite horror movies. And uh, so I was totally fucking stoked to meet him. And um, I'm standing there facing Scott and Mike, and they're facing the opposite way, obviously. And he fucking comes up, okay, and stands right in between them, and they have no idea. <laughs> And I'm so excited. Like, I look up, and I couldn't even look at him in the eyes. Like, I'm like, look at him, Because I was so excited. And I could feel my face get bright red. And uh, he's just standing there for a minute, doesn't say anything. And out of nowhere, he just yells. He's like, where the fuck is Sid Hag? He's like, this motherfucker's taking forever. Okay, this guy's in his 70s now. Okay, he's getting old. <laughs> Like, Don't you love it whenever old people swear? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and he is, he's fucking funny. If you haven't seen him in any of his movies, honestly, he's hilarious. Okay, so now I'm curious. What scene was he talking about in Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? Or okay, two. So, two. Sorry. Yeah, two. He was talking about it, and uh, he was talking about this bitch. Like, apparently, she like wouldn't put out in the movie or something. 
And he, like, in the movie, like, his script was to punch her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he was talking about it. A seven-year-old man, he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, this bitch wouldn't put out, so I punched the shit out of her and knocked her on her ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, oh, you're my hilarious. hero. <laughs> okay, and he's not, like, a huge celebrity, but I was super excited to meet him. I ended up getting a picture of him as Captain Spaulding. And I got a, a big poster. Uh, it's the uh, Last Supper style, but it's from the Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay. And so he signed that one, too. And I'm actually going to take that to Phoenix Con and get Machete to sign it because oh, he's sitting right next, next to him to in the picture. Idea. So I'm curious. Who's in the posi- position of Jesus and who's in the position of Judas? Uh, I think Otis. Otis is kind of the uh, lead in uh, Devil's Rejects. I believe he's in the middle. Um, Sherry Moon is towards, I want to say, when you're looking at the picture, to the right. Um, but there's a lot of different actors and stuff. There was actually, there was a lot of actors from Rob Zombie's films that went to this horror con. Um, well, uh, Chris uh, Hardwick's in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is so, he really? Mm-hmm. He plays one of the victims. Oh, now I have to watch the movie again. He's like the, he's like the guy, like, he's the guy that lasts the longest, I guess, uh, because the first guy gets, like, turned into that weird fish creature thing, and then, uh, oh, yeah, he's, like, the one where he, like, wakes up, and, like, they're throwing, like, knives at him or something like that. Oh, that's right. Like, he's pretty fucking young in there. Oh, my shit. I can't believe I didn't put that together. Yeah, because he brings it up on the news ah! all the time. Like, they'll just go House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> well, see, and that's awesome. Okay, so Rob Zombie. Yeah. To I me, love Chris Hardwick. He's hilarious. Chris Hardwick's great. Rob Zombie as a director, I think is awesome. I love how twisted his mind is. Oh, and yeah. his wife, she is the perfect kind of crazy. Did you ever, oh, I'm trying to remember what his cartoon was called. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, he did a cartoon movie about like a Spanish wrestler because apparently like he's huge mm-hmm. on the Spanish wrestler. And actually, there's a there's a oh fuck, what is that movie? There's a movie actually with Bela Lugosi in it. Uh, like they were short serials that were put in front of you know like the actual movies of them, but there was like a series of them. But there's like this weird robot thing that he creates in the movie, which Rob Zombie has on his stage at all of his shows. Oh, and that character, that robot character, is actually in the cartoon movie. Oh that's that's shit! Awesome. I'm trying to remember who he's who voices him or whatnot. But yeah, Dude. it's uh, I'm trying to remember what that fucking it's fucked and weird that movie. Though. I'm gonna have to look it up because no, I need I, to watch more Rob Zombie movies. Rob Zombie, fuck, no, he, it used to be on Netflix. That movie, Rob Zombie. Okay, anybody that doesn't know who Rob Zombie is, just get the fuck out. Like straight up, Rob Zombie. He's he well, don't say that because we don't have very many <laughs> listeners. Oh well. <laughs> Maybe don't get the fuck out, but learn your knowledge. Educate. Yeah, edu- educate yourself. All right, Rob Zombie, you know, he, he's the lead singer of White Zombie. He, you know, has his self-titled, you know, Rob Zombie. If he, you've ever seen The Matrix, he did one of the songs from there. Yeah, you know, Rob Zombie, he does the song Living Dead Girl, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Dragula. Yeah. Um, anyways, Rob Zombie, he... He's a fucking legend to me. Um, I am, I listen to a lot of metal. I listen to everything, but metal is definitely uh, my basis. And Rob Zombie, man, he he's fucking he's really intelligent, and his mind is just so twisted. 
and I love it. Oh yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, because I think this this uh, October his movie Thirty One is coming out. Yes, on the thirty first. So uh, that's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, we've talked about that following <laughs> that uh, story as it progresses and stuff. But so yeah, Meg Foster, I believe, is gonna be in that. Um, she was actually at the Horicon as well, Meg Foster. Um, you know she... what I just realized that would be actually kind of interesting to see though. Hmm. Is Rob Zombie directing a Saw film? That would be well. Uh, he did. He did the remakes of the Halloween films. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, the first one I liked. I didn't. I never saw that the movie. One. Like I haven't seen him, so I'm not. I'm not putting any of my like thing. I'm just going with everyone. Else. It's a very mixed bag of reviews with that. A lot of people yeah, liked it. A lot of people did not like uh, it. So see, that's that's where I'm at too. I saw the first one. I never got to see like the second got, one. I was more mad at me. Like I had I a was, casting idea of uh, we were talking about Pat. They're like, oh, this will be Patrick Stewart's like last films for superheroes with the. X-Men and stuff. I'm like, fuck that, though. You have the, you start the Batman universe if the the DC, I have a theory about that. Anyways, uh, you can listen to all that kind of stuff on Longbox, yes. Um, but no, I told, I was like, no, man, he's got one good, more super villain role to play. And they're like, what? I'm like, Mr. Freeze. And I was like, he's too old for that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's perfect the for that. The shit that he does right now, to him to be Mr. Freeze right now in a dark gritty Batman fucking reboot. That's fuck. He was originally cast as Mr. Freeze that before they switched him be to... really creepy. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to say this. If you guys have not seen Green Room yet with Patrick Stewart, fuck you then because... Fuck you! That's your fucking Mr. Freeze. Yeah, no shit. Well, see, and like... um. I don't know, like Rob Zombie, the films that I really like, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, he actually has a song about that movie, um, very dark, very twisted, and so I imagine everybody listening to this is alright with it, but it's definitely not for everybody, um, but House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's I, Reject. I would say this. It's it's not a... It, the House of a Thousand Corpses is not a good first date movie. No, no, absolutely. I learned that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> absolutely. like, trust me on that. Absolutely not. No, no I'm definitely, serious about that. Well, yeah, see, I know. Well, see, with me, it'd be a perfect first date movie. Because yeah, I would be so like... Oh. the person I, I, I took was a bad idea. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so Sid Haig... Yes. And then... Okay. All right. Meg Foster was also there. Uh, and then also there was another celebrity. D. Snyder from Twisted Sister was there. He also... Oh, nice. He also plays in uh, Strangeland, the movie, um, which I actually haven't seen, but my sister brought up to me that I really need to see it. So I'm taking it that I really need to see it. Um, <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, and then we also had Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Matthew Lillard. Oh, my God. Okay, so I didn't get to meet him because I didn't have the money. I, it was kind of love, expensive. I would love to get him on a podcast and just do dueling Dude, Shaggy. Okay, oh, that would be straight amazing. Up, honestly, okay. So Scott's friend, Matt. Okay. He, or I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Matt. Mike. Um, he Man. does a great impression of shaggy like really really great and we get there and he has this little pop figure of shaggy right and he's like yeah i'm gonna get him to sign it blah blah, blah. and uh he ends up standing in line and like scott and i are off on the side waiting for him to you know meet him and stuff but i guess the first time he went through the line before he had money like he was meeting people and like saying hi to people you know for free and when he did that i guess uh he like um I guess Mike, he, like, did the shaggy, like, voice or whatever, and he's really good at it. And I guess it, like, stunned him. 
he was like, oh my god, that's so good. Like, <laughs> okay, so I just have to pause you for a second. Steve, do your Shaggy impersonation. Like, no way, man. Like, there is, like, like no one better than mine. Like, isn't that right, Scoob? Right? <laughs> like, you got this guy coming in, trying to do his own thing. And I'm like, no way, man. No way! Like, game over, man! Like, put her in charge, man! Oh, that's great. See, Ed Mice is really good, too, and, like, he kept talking. Like, he would talk, and he would, like, slip that in there, you know? You know what the best thing is about Matthew Lillard, though? Huh. Is he is such a stoner that he is super amused at anyone oh, doing really an No, he is, like, the coolest... Are you kidding me? Have you seen Matthew Lillard? I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. No. You want to. You want to listen to a great podcast. Uh, it's. It was either. I believe it was the Nerdist, where Matthew Little was on, was promoting a movie. Um. Oh shit. What was it called? It was about like a fat kid who becomes a drummer or whatnot. It a, no. It's a very really good. Oh, it was called Bully. Okay. The movie Bully. Yeah. He. He. Okay. I believe he directed it, and I'm not sure if he wrote it, but he had like he had a big involvement with it. I don't think he does any drugs. He is so intelligent and everything like that. Like, them casting... Like, this is the thing. He talks about him when he was cast as Shaggy to try to get the voice of... Um, oh, shit. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh. Casey Kasem. Yeah. To oh, actually get yeah. his, like, Shaggy. He would literally, on, on the way before they shoot, he would get in his car and just start screaming. So he can get his voice so, like, horsed and, and stuff. Ragged, and then yeah. ragged no, see, and then try to do that, like, 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 no way, man! You know, kind of, yeah. like, he said he would go home every night. He would watch old well, episodes of Scooby-Doo. He, like, he's, oh, an amazing, he's an amazing actor, too, because, honestly, like, this was my first time meeting him. And I didn't actually, like, face-to-face -face meet him. But I was standing off on the side while Mike was in line. Because Mike had him sign his pop figure. And, uh... I don't know, just sitting there, like, listening to him. It was so crazy, because I love the movie 13 Ghosts. Yes. And he, yes. gets his, he gets his back broke in this movie. I know, and that made me Yeah, cry, but to be like, fair, though, yeah. he, he has to get his he has to get what's due to him, because in Scream, he murdered a shit ton of people. Well, there you That's go. That's true. Well, see, and <laughs> I, like, I like that I he's so, like... He was great. He adapts so well to his roles. Like, with Shaggy, you know, there, uh, Mike was telling us about um, when he was standing up there the first time, because we weren't there. We were waiting in the line for Sid Haig. And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, somebody went up to him and they had a mask, you know. And so he put on the shaggy voice. And, like, I guess he was like. Like it's old man Jankum. <laughs> well, I guess I don't do it nearly as well as Steve. But he, he was like, oh, my God. He's like, he's like, like, whoa, man. He's like, if I saw you in an alleyway, I wouldn't go that way. <laughs> Like, whoa, man, if I, like, saw you in an alleyway, man, like, I would, me and Scoob would be booking it. Yeah, booking it. Oh, my God, that's great. Uh, yeah, I, I actually really do have a lot of respect for him because he is a brilliant, Dude, brilliant he's person. So he's nice. such a good actor. He's so nice. He like, fucking, fact, oh, and without a paddle, oh, my God, he's great. Him and Seth Green, well, yeah. Fact, yeah like, oh, I freaking love Seth Green, well, too. Well, my whole thing is... I know, like, it's really funny because him and Seth Green were also in uh, Scooby-Doo, too. Yeah. That's right, yeah. See, my whole thing, like with like celebrities oh, and yes. stuff, like I sometimes when we went to Phoenix, <laughs> when we went to Phoenix Comic Con last year, I met a voiceover actor for one of my favorite Nolan video North. games, Nolan North. He voices Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, and, and also is a recurring voice on Rick and Morty. 
Yes. And and we'll be in Star Wars as well. Oh, the new, um, uh, the new yeah. Star Wars Yeah, game. even Daniel Craig was in the new Star but, Wars. Uh, like, shit, guys. I was really excited uh, when I first met him. That was like the first like celebrity that I've ever met. <laughs> and so at first I was like, oh, he's just a voiceover. So like seeing him wasn't really a big deal. But then I got up to the line and he started talking and he's exactly like his character. And you're like, I melted. But see, my thing is, is like, I've heard of people meeting celebrities and the celebrities are dicks. And yeah. it's like, damn, dude, like, because when I met Sid Haig, like, I, okay, he was like one of the more, you know, lower down on the celebrity list or whatever. Like, Mike Foster, she, she's much bigger. D. Snyder, much, you know, Matthew Lillard, way up there, you know. Um, but I was so excited to meet Sid. And when he came up behind us and he, the, the way that he acted and like when I got up to the table, I couldn't pick which picture I wanted. And it was before I found the devil's rejects poster. And so I was like trying to choose between these two pictures. And I was like, what do you think? And he was like, oh, you want me to decide? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? He's like, so whatever I like, you'll buy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, the whole motherfucking table. <laughs> like, and he's in his seventies, like straight up, like. People were paying with their cards, and he put on his reading glasses and totally, like, chicken-pecked his phone, like, <laughs> typing in the card numbers. Like, he's old. He's getting old, man. That's adorable. But yeah. it was so cool to see that side of him come out. Like, D. Snyder, you see him, and you see that personality come out. Matthew Lillard, same fucking thing. And he's such a nice guy. Like, he was meeting everybody, and he was so excited to meet everybody. Biggest question I want to ask Matthew Lillard is just go, what happened with Mysteries, Inc.? Like, what the fuck? Dude, right? Like, right. that was such a good fucking adaptation of Scooby-Doo. I fucking loved it. It I was amazing. I loved it because they literally built their own, like, universe, like Marvel and DC has done. Like, they literally had, like, oh, Johnny Quest and them are all Hanna-Barbera characters are fucking part of this game yeah. you're like what no and they did such a good job oh. and I feel like Matthew Lillard was the best option for Shaggy well it was like, funny because when I first saw the episode so well because uh, what's his face Casey Kasem was actually playing uh, Shaggy's dad because uh, he was up there and then you know rest his soul and That's everything cute. that um, well he did that before he actually voiced I think he voiced uh, Shaggy's father in a pup named Scooby-Doo as well uh, so but I mean this is the guy who was the only one who could did, did this voice for the longest time and then when I was watching that first episode of Mysteries Inc and then you have uh you have uh, what's his yeah you ha I'm hearing Shaggy and I'm all like wow really sounds like this they literally just got a guy who kind of sounds like Matthew Lillard you know I'm like why don't you just go with Matthew Lillard and the credits come up it's like Matthew Lillard I'm like oh now I feel dumb like, <laughs> like feel but dumb. funny part is Frank Walker Frank Walker still That's the voice of Fred Jones Props to him. From That's the from the awesome. very early the I think he took over for the original guy who did Scooby. Uh, I forget how many years back, but now he's also the voice of Scooby. Well, basically any Simpsons animal mm -hmm. noise, that's him. Oh, yeah, awesome. that's right. He does all oh, the, that so stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong on this, but isn't Nolan North also coming to uh, Phoenix Comic Con this year? I think. I'm not sure. I, I think have to so. Check. I know Samwise Gamshi is going to the Motor City Comic Con, yeah, which I'm going. Well, I, know Kevin, I'm going. I know Kevin Conroy's coming, and that's all I really kind of mm. care about right now. Yeah, Kevin fucking Conroy. Dude, okay, oh, so... This so that's another celebrity that I got to... Sorry, I interrupted you for a second. I don't know if I... Kevin Conroy, like, I listened to a podcast of him on The Nerdist, and he, again, one of the most down-to-earth fucking people you will ever See, hear. I love when that happens. I yeah, love it. It's like, gorgeous. At, at, this, at this con, okay, so at this horror convention, 
Um, like I said, I didn't really know anything about it beforehand until I like looked it up. Um, the list of people that went is Matthew Lillard, Sid Haig, Meg Foster, John Russo, Cheryl Lee, Dee Snyder, Tracy Lords, Jeffrey Daniel Phillips, <clears throat> Julian Sands, Dee Wallace, Galen Ross, Lloyd Kaufman, Tom Atkins, Amy Steele. Um, there's a lot of like big names there and I, I'm not really big on the whole names of actors and stuff. I'm better with faces. Mm -hmm. Um, I was told that Matthew Lillard was going to be there like 50 times apparently. And I had no idea. (laughs) And like, I saw his picture and I like messaged Scott and I was like, no fucking shit. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And it was great. Like all the venues and everything were awesome. Um, I actually got the three of the, uh. The little pop figures that they have, the random ones. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. Okay, so I got three of them. Um, I got Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Nice. I got uh, Freddy Krueger with the heroin needles at the tips of his fingers. Nice. Which is, I guess, a really rare one to get. And then I also got Adam from Beetlejuice, the Oh, husband, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is another really rare one to get. So I was very excited. Um, I got a brand new pentacle necklace. Um, I have been needing one, you know. <laughs> I got to completely customize it. It was great. Um, I got a purse from Creepsville 666. Yeah, I was just looking looking at I had to move it because Toby was rubbing on it. But I was like, when I went to grab it, I was like, oh, shit, nice. Like, yeah, no, it's yeah, very, a very cool purse. I it's like it. awesome. And, like, I've been to other places with purses like this, and they're, like, $90. This one was 60 It's still pretty steep. But it's got a giant well, pentagram so, on I it. I paid like $50 for my purse and it's smaller than yours. If you can find a good fucking purse, it's worth the damn money. Well, and like, <laughs> it's definitely more me. Like, it's all black pleather or leather, whatever. I don't, I don't know, cares? to be completely leather honest. Leather pleather. Whatever. But it's black. Came from a child, that's all we know. <laughs> it's black. And there yeah, are skulls engraved in this, this pleather. And the handle is actually a upside down pentacle also known as a pentagram um it has a chain you know over it and it's creepsville 666 i went into this place and i could not leave like i got that's where like I got it was creepy it was so creepy no okay <laughs> <laughs> so that's why shaggy <laughs> <laughs> so i went in there and that's actually where i got that moon faces shirt the oh, moon face, yeah. it's a, uh, I want to say Rat Girl is the name brand. I don't remember precisely. However, um, it's got the straps that go over the front of the chest, and I've never actually had a shirt like that. Basically, I, it's just like all the different phases of the moon, and so I was very happy whenever I saw it. Yeah, like, you know, and it was really cool, really simple, and I, you know, I, I have a chest piece, and so anything that, you know, crosses the chest like that, I think is really awesome. Um, and it was all really cheap. Um, and then also I'm trying to think what else was there. They had like a little photo op thing where you could pretend you were in an asylum and they had like the green screen and they had like the Jekyll mask from 13 ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was really cool. I didn't get a chance to do that. However, I did meet, um, one of the artists and I got a really cool art picture that I'm going to have to show you. Okay. Um, it's a pile of bodies. And then it's got all the old school horror. Like oh, it's got nice. Freddy, Mike Myers, Leatherface. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So like all I the like old that. school OGs, you know, and they're all like on the mountain fighting. Actually, 
you just speaking of that that makes me actually want to pick up like i was gonna pick it up uh because i haven't played like mortal kombat in ages but when they released like the mortal kombat like x like everything in it and it has Where it like, like freddy krueger Freddy it has leatherface it has a xenomorph it has like all that shit and See, you're just like what? that shit and to awesome. me i just sat there going like midway why don't you just make a fucking horror game like this where it's just Dude. them all the horror characters speaking just of fucking horror games man i yes. i hear that that friday the 13th game is coming out on yes. my birthday we, we gave out a couple of betas for steam uh no one really got back to me if they played it or not or whatnot um that's a game yeah we were talking a little bit about that uh I'm excited for it because I like the fact that it, it's kind of taking the um, evol- uh, yeah, is it evolution or evolve? Evolve. It's taking the evolve uh-huh. concept where it's like one uh, against like four. I think this is actually up to five. So I think like one person will be Jason, and then there's like five camp counselors. I could be yeah. completely wrong about this, but uh, and you're like basically trying to you know you're trying to survive or kill Jason if you can, kind of thing. But it comes to a point where you get to like a uh you know like a river and you're like oh there's a boat but it only fits two and there's three of us so you i have a feeling friday the 13th is really going to show you who your real friends are yeah uh and and (laughs) and then it's funny because you know it's going to happen because like what happens is like if jason kills everybody one of the people in their group then will become the new jason kind of thing so it's like a randomization thing which is funny so if you think about it if you fuck your friend over and then they come back as Jason, and you don't tell them. They'll be like, oh, where are you, man? And be like, oh, I'm on my way. And then you're like, oh, motherfuckers. And they're like, oh, you left me to die at the boat, you know. I see, um, and I love that because any game that can put people against people, I think. It's fun. It, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I absolutely love games like that. Um, But the Friday the 13th game coming out, I'm very excited about. Yeah. Um, Video games are definitely the only thing that freak me out. Uh, however, I do like to play them. Uh, I like to be scared. There's but something about that adrenaline rush. It yeah. really, honestly, that's and that's a, that's my thing too. And when it comes to real life, you know, haunted houses and everything like that, it doesn't bother me. But you know, in video games, you like choose your own ways to go, and based on the ways you choose to go, is it like could the, take a completely different. Yeah, exactly. that's like that until dawn. I saw it to finish. Yes, um, actually. Using that as a uh, segue, mm-hmm. I wanted to grab whenever you take that kind of thing and like move it into real life. And mm-hmm. can we do a segue into Eerie News of the Week? Um, yeah, yeah. I was about to actually wait till you get back before we start dropping that. So, uh, Cody, on our show, we have a couple of segments. Uh, usually, if we review a, mov- that, review a movie, we do it at the end. We didn't watch a movie this week, but we have a segment called Eerie News of the Week. And it's just kind of bizarre stuff that we find out there and everything like that. But, of course, what we have. So, basically, we'll probably talk about the news story. You can throw in your uh, opinion as well and okay. all that good stuff. Um, it's just good. It's just basically going, oh. I didn't know about that or like oh what's this and stuff of that but without further ado it's time for our eerie news of the week it is time for eerie news of the week all right so the eerie news of the week we have uh two stories uh one i was gonna let actually anna take over because it's a story i found but I was like, this is right up her alley because Anna usually has her, you know, creature of the week or she sometimes does her stuff on serial killers. So without further ado, a serial killer. Did a serial killer cheat his own death? And actually, this is perfect because you guys got to talk about your thing, which is Scooby-Doo and video games and all that kind of shit. <laughs> so real life is my shit, motherfucker. So <laughs> what I got is a serial killer H.H. H. Holmes. 
Oh. He, okay, I know this is bizarre, but he literally is my favorite serial killer simply because uh, just a little bit of background. If you don't know who H.H. Holmes is, if this is your first time There'll listening to this podcast, uh, yes, there will be a movie soon with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and the interesting thing that I actually first attracted me to the story of H.H. Holmes His was penis. the fact. No, yes, <laughs> no. The fact that he built a castle. Well, mm-hmm. he called it a castle. Like basically, it was. I remember I remember uh, reading about Leonardo DiCaprio getting his part. Yes, yeah, so it's really, really interesting. Uh, the short version it, version of it is H. H. Holmes, which wasn't his real name, he, his uh, give me one moment. His real name was oh shoot. Herman Webster Mudgett. Oh. And he switched no it to... No wonder he changed yeah, it. Yeah, he switched it to H.H. <laughs> Holmes because he was actually a con artist and it turned serial killer. And he he actually was the one who termed, who uh, coined the phrase serial killer because before that they just thought that it was just kind of like... A random act of violence. Exactly. So he was the first person that, or one of the first people that they actually went, okay, this is actually like a psychological mm -hmm. thing. However, the interesting thing, the biggest thing that attracted me to him was he built a hotel Mm -hmm. that had stairways that led to nowhere, doors that opened to brick walls, Shoots that just drop down into the basement, gas chambers, uh, freaking soundproof, just random chambers that you could not escape from. Ones that were airproof, soundproof. Uh, he, it was just That's like awesome. poison. Like literally, like he had like acid vats in his basement to melt bodies. Like See, it was that's, insane. That's pretty insane. Like I love it. Um. I mean, learning about serial killers and loving learning about serial killers, there's actually a name for it. I can't remember it right now. Um, it's not... Necrophilia? It's not... No, that's the love of dead bodies. Yeah. I know. I was joking. But no, okay, so I there's actually... I saw something on Facebook, because I have a lot of horror pages liked on Facebook, and it was talking about, you know, loving to learn about serial killers, and I forget exactly what the name is, but there's a name for it. Um, and I'm definitely one of those people. I mm-hmm. like to, I like learning about the psychology behind everything. I feel like it's very interesting and it's very interesting to kind of see like how their brain worked throughout the entire thing. Actually, I found a very interesting book about H.H. H. Holmes. It's called The Devil in the White City. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested in architecture and if you're interested in serial killing, it's a great book for you because it's a very wide range right there. It's actually it bizarrely kind of combines the two because if the architecture crisis didn't really happen, H.H. Mm. H. Holmes never would have had his Well, and if he had like rooms hotel. like you were talking exactly, if he had the rooms that you were talking about, obviously he knew his shit when it came to like buildings and oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Like absolutely. See, and that's the kind of thing like uh, it absolutely amazes me. I remember when I first started watching um Dexter at first, when I first started watching it, because I heard people talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a really big deal, and I'm very anti-big deal, mm-hmm. you know? So if somebody's talking about something a lot, I'm like, eh, fuck yeah. it. Like, it's not cool, you know? Um, but I finally watched it, and I binged it. 
Like, I could not stop watching it. And Dexter is definitely one of my very favorite shows. And if you haven't seen Dexter and you're listening to this horror podcast, I suggest you watch all of it except for the last season. Except for the last episode. The last episode was heartbreaking. Like, not heartbreaking, good heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, like, why would you do that to the show? (laughs) However, the rest of the episodes, absolutely amazing. And it, it dives into the psychology behind, you know, serial killers. Uh, pretty much short story about what it's about. Dexter, he is a forensic analysis guy. He does blood splatter. Tells you how it happened, where it happened, blah, 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 whatever. Um, however, he uh, when he was little, his mom gets killed brutally. Yeah. And he witnesses it. And one of the cops that were on scene adopts him. And because he saw this when he was so little, his psyche was kind of damaged. Damaged. Yeah, definitely a good word for it. And um, his dad, who was a cop, noticed, and he starts working with him to try to um, get his energy into a different area. However, does not work, so his dad's like, okay, pretty much, you know, if you're going to kill somebody, make sure they deserve it. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate fuck you to, like people that don't get caught and i mean he's a forensic analysis person so like he's able to find out you know who did what before the actual cops do and it's really like i don't know like it's hard to explain but once you start watching it it's very like you're able to like connect with him and you're like okay like i understand where you're coming from and damn fuck that guy you know yeah And Dexter is definitely a good show. I like that show. Actually, I think there is a documentary, speaking of Netflix, I think there is a documentary on Netflix about H.H. Holmes. Is there? I I I watched a a Jeffrey Dahmer one that um, I was actually really interested in. Yeah, he has a very interesting character as well. But H.H. Holmes, actually, um, like I said, he had like his murder hotel. um, And it was actually happening during the time of the World Fair, which is actually what a lot of the uh, Devil in the White City book is about. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Uh, basically, he killed at least, well, he confessed to, I think, two dozen murders, uh, but he, they believe that he might have killed at least 200 women. Well, like, it was all women that he had staying, and actually, it was really interesting. So, this article says, or has an old clip from an old, like, a newspaper that came out whenever he was hung uh-huh. for his uh, his crimes, so, literally, the title of the, the newspaper is Lied and Then Died. Holmes swung into eternity with falsehood on his lips. Um, and it says that uh, before he died, he actually... Where did it go? Son of a whore. <laughs> um, before he up. died, he actually... Uh, before he was hanged, he said that he did not actually kill those women. So, okay, so he solemnly declared on the gallows that he never deliberately committed a capital crime in his life. So he basically, he was essentially saying this was not premeditated, this was not on purpose. Yeah. Before he died. However, the whole point of this is they actually exhumed H.H. Holmes's grave Mm -hmm. to figure out if it actually is H.H. Holmes. The reason why it casts doubt is because there is a rumor that he spoke to the um, the executioner mm-hmm. and paid him off 
to kill someone else in his stead. Oh, and so they want to figure out if it's actually him. And the weird mm-hmm. thing is, whenever he died, he actually requested to have like a ridiculous num- amount of cement poured on top of his grave. Um, which can be explained by the fact that whenever he was, he ki- was, or whenever he died, he, uh, like there was a huge issue with, um, grave robbing. Yeah. Especially that- to find like corpses for like medical stuff. So it could have been because of that. Or like the other theory is that it's not actually him that died and he died in the Caribbean at, like at a later time. Well, see, that seems more believable to me. Um, uh, actually at Horicon, something that I found very interesting at one of the vendors, they had, um, posters and stuff, uh, like shadow boxes. So they had like the pictures inside the glass frames, right? <clears throat> and one of the, uh, one of the posters, it was like $600, like a ridiculous amount. Charles fucking Manson. And he had a signed check in this fucking, like, like it was a check signed by Charles fucking Manson, dude. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. And, obviously, I don't have enough fucking money to spend on a piece of paper, you know. And the check was for, like, ten bucks. Like, literally, like, it was Charles Manson's signature. And it had a giant picture of him. And then it also had Freddy Krueger, you know, original, by the way, for anybody listening. I don't do the new shit. I don't like the new shit. Uh, (laughs) Original Freddy is the best. Um, but it, that one was only like 65 bucks. Okay. Compared to this Charles Manson one, that was fucking $600. And like, it was one of the crazy pictures of him, obviously, you know, and then it has a check and it's like, damn. And it's for 10 bucks, which cracked me up. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, absolutely. Horicon was fucking great. I had so much fun. This artist that I met that was there, he, uh, him and I started talking for a little bit, and because for anybody that doesn't know, I draw, I paint, I, I do anything artistic that I can. Um, I'm actually going to be going to school for game art and design, which is a little nerdier, you know, but that's okay. Um, but this artist, he had these really badass paintings, man, like just so many different ones, like Star Wars ones, horror ones, like just everything you can think of. Mm. Um, he even had a couple from like Mad Max, like Mm. he's really fucking good. And I was talking to him and very humble, very, you know, you can tell he's passionate about what he does and he uses, um, acrylic paint and, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and I just started um, doing oil painting, which is definitely a little harder than I'm used to. Uh, It takes a little longer to dry, but um, he was talking to me, and, like, he showed me some of his rough sketches. Like, he had a sketchbook with him, and I was like, dude, like, you've got some fucking talent, bro. Like, and I actually got um, this painting I was telling Steve about earlier. Um, It's, like, a pile of bodies, okay? Totally detailed, though. Like, the bodies, like, each and every one is way different than the last one. Like, clothes and all kinds of facial expressions and, you know. Nice. And that's all in, like, blues and blacks and, you know, just really, like, dull colors. And then it's, like, a mountain of bodies. And at the top of the mountain of bodies, you've got uh, Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, just, like, all the OGs, right? Oh, nice. And they're all fighting. And it's great. (laughs) And Freddy's got his claws out like this. And then Jason has a freaking hook. And he's, like, getting ready to, you know, go over here. And Mike Myers has Freddy by the throat. Like, and it's great. Absolutely (laughs) wonderful. 
Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't checked out HorrorCon at all and you haven't been to Motor City Nightmares, I don't know how big it is, but uh, my experience, I definitely, I had a wonderful fucking time. I met a lot of really cool people, people dressed up, and um, the vendors were absolutely amazing. My new necklace that I got, uh, $15. Nice. Okay, I spent 30 maybe 35 on my one that I had before. And this one I completely customized from the clasp to the chain to the, the pentacle itself. Nice. And she did it in 10 minutes. And then I also, um, there was another vendor. They had like the screen printing or whatever. And, uh, I got a new phone case. It's one of the wallet cases. Yeah, and, of yeah. course, it has Pinhead yeah. on the front because Pinhead is one of my favorites. Yeah, we actually did an old episode about Pinhead, or about Hellraiser, I should say. Um, yeah, the first one. Uh, and they yeah. actually are working on the, the new one. Which There's like eight, eight or nine. nine. No, no, it's no, number nine. This is actually, this is, I believe, if uh, unless things have changed, uh, this is actually from the original the original uh, creator, the original. Clive uh, Barker? Yeah, it's, it's done. It's been written by him. Um, and they have they have a new pinhead like not not a new new pinhead but a guy playing a new uh, the playing new him. the new playing pinhead and it looks pretty good like the makeup that came out and stuff of like that so it's kind of going back it's I think it's I don't know if it's a reboot or they're doing like another story in his actual like books because basically the first Hellraiser is based off of his first book but then mm-hmm. afterwards they pretty much went away went from their own thing. well see uh, and their, like their thing. I actually I own all eight of the Hellraiser movies and Hellraiser is probably my top. As far as like old school horror movies go, I love Hellraiser. <laughs> no, he's they're fun. They're he's fun. interesting, the yeah. Cinnabites. Um, well, Dave, yeah. Every time I hear Cinnabites, I just think of Taco Bell with like the cinnamon, cinnabon, mm, like oh, those things are delicious. Things. I'm like, oh my god. Those things Anyways, are delicious. So we're getting off track. Uh, you had another eerie. Uh, yeah, this story. one is just uh, it's it's kind of eerie. It's it's more it's more fucked up than eerie, I would say. But a family in China is under fire. After uh, they kept their son locked in a cage for 30 years, um, so basically, I guess the child came home at one point, and uh, the parents uh, mistook his mental illness for a possession and performed an exorcism to free him of his evil spirit. Shit. When the child, re- yeah, returned home, his parents became convinced that the ghost had taken hold of their son since his behavior seemed extreme. So yeah, I guess neighbors finally called them uh you know called the cops on so but this was like in china or whatnot so i thought that was just uh, it wasn't really so much eerie i just it, i mean it is kind of eerie but it was just like what the fuck kind of thing yeah no um, kidding but some of these ones the next uh these ones will probably kind of blaze real through real quick just a little bit of a uh, little bit of news but of course we have our uh horror movie news um coming up right now so without further ado it's time horror So this is actually an interesting story um, that I thought was actually kind of cool, and I, I, actually not really cool, but also kind of like what took them so long. So uh, Cody, Cody, you you're you're a fan of uh, some Disney stuff, right? Yes, absolutely. So Disney World is finally going to open the Haunted Mansion theme restaurant. That's fucking. And you cool. sit there thinking, going, why did it take them this long to do that? So that's the Disney movie. Too scary. Yeah, no, yeah well, then what the fuck? No, no, no. That's the Disney movie. Okay, technically, the Disney movie is based off of the ride. Oh. Uh, so they're finally make- that's what I'm saying. So they had the they've had the ride since they opened like the park kind of thing. Um, so that's they actually- literally based a movie off the ride. That is awesome. They did that with Pirates of the Caribbean. Did they really? 
Pirates of the Caribbean is a ride, and they made it into a movie. Oh, oh. yeah, that's right. Well, that's a better adaptation, I would say. Well, because duh, Okay. Disney, they took this adaptation. They go, hey, knocked out of the park. Worked out great. We want to do this with another ride. Haunted Mansion. Everyone was on board. Then we all saw the trailer. We're like, yeah, no. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, not even worry about that abomination. But, uh, yeah. So, I thought that, I, I was just surprised it took them, like, this long to finally come up with the thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. The, I believe the ride opened up with the park in the very beginning because there was the rumors of the day before the ride, the families were able to test ride some of the stuff, and there was a ghost in the Haunted Mansion called, known as the Hatbox Ghost. Oh. And then all of a sudden, the next day, boom, he disappeared. He was gone. He was removed from the ride, and no one knew why. But he was in all everything else, such as books. Uh, oh God, what did I – did we talk about this? No. I can't remember if we talked about it. I forget who I was having this – oh, that's right, my old, my old roommate. That's right. She was talking about uh, this kind of stuff. But, yeah, there's also been talks about, like – "Quote unquote, maybe spirits walking around Disneyland and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that was one of the big things. And then I guess for the revamp of the ride, I think last year, I forget how many years it was for the ride, but they brought back the Hatbox Ghost. I guess they found quote unquote the robot and or built a new one or whatnot. But it was a very strange thing because a lot of people who went into the park the day before, like for the test runs and stuff like that, they were all like, what happened to this ghost or whatnot? Which is funny because the ghost was like on books. He was advertised as one of the main like three ghosts like kind of thing. Like he was part of the main advertisements and then, and then he was not out. in the ride. Yeah. Um, oh, this is weird. actually really kind of cool. So of course with the It movie coming out this fall ah, in September, West. there's also going to be, yeah, there is a Pennywise. The story of the It documentary reveals more uh, – uh, stuff that's going to come out. So yeah, the ABC's 1990 miniseries version of It, uh, King's classic tale of a group of childhood friends, you know, shape-shifting nightmare. So I have a question them. really yeah. fast. What what do you guys think about the remake? I think I it looks great. I haven't ever seen the first one. I need to see the first one. I'm going yeah, to see the we're, first we're one gonna, before we we're watch, gonna watch the, the, the first one because it's been a while since I saw the first one. See, did you, did you guys, have you guys read about on Facebook I saw... Um, I forget exactly what the number of years is, so I might get this wrong right now. But um, it is supposed to, like, he's supposed to terrorize the community, like, every 27 years. Yeah, the movie, I think that was it, the ABC, yeah, it came out in 1990. And now oh, it's, so that's coming out in 2017. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ah! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's supposed to, yeah, they really, that's what I actually thought was really creative. I think I that's genius. That, no, I thought that was great. And usually with, like, remakes and stuff, I'm very... Iffy, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and just because I've seen some, and it's like, dude, you shouldn't have done that. Just leave. Yeah, the movie yeah. Actually, that's a quick question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Favorite remake? Huh. Have you seen the new Poltergeist? I actually have not. Actually, that was one of the few uh, remakes not that I've bad. seen that was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. See, so I would very, recommend that one. Well, and like I was talking about with uh, Child's Play earlier, mm-hmm. like when they tried to do the Chucky thing again, it was just... Well, it's because they tried to do a continuation they, instead they, of rebooting well, the entire changed, franchise. My problem was is that they changed his face so much. Yeah, I feel like if they're going to change it, they might as well just reboot it instead of well, trying to say it's Well, it was like to the point where like, okay... You're looking at Chucky, and you know how in the last movie is how he gets all cut up. And well, he's yeah, because how the cars. third one, yeah, how the third yeah. one. And in the Curse of Chucky, spoiler alert, um, he you know comes out with a perfect face, but they end up peeling it off later. So I guess that makes more sense. Well, it could have been like he possessed a new doll. Well, well see, and it kind of explains yeah, it in the that. movie the way that the the ending is. Yeah, it, it, it explains it. 
and um, it makes more sense. But the way that they did it, like, I remember there was a part, there's a scene where Chucky's, like, almost looking down, but he's, like, looking up, you know. And the way that his face looks, it's not the same. And it's creepy as shit. But it's not—it's it's not what I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, they had—they had like I think the best thing was the entire first movie, where which is actually a really well done movie if you actually think about it. It could Absolutely. have also—it could have also been done where uh, Chucky wasn't killing anybody. Like if you literally remove the first part of that movie where like he transferred his soul into a doll, if you really remove that, you literally could think this entire movie that and Andy Barkley in the entire film is just killing these people and is fucking psychotic mm-hmm. because how they played it up and it wasn't until like he comes to life for the first time like on camera and it makes it, you think that it's more of a psychological it's a thing. Side, which yeah. I thought was a great thing but like what I know what you're saying is like he has that cute cheer up face and then like but when he becomes him it's like there's that that's well you the, got the <laughs> you know his little Chucky. laugh and also his like well fuck you bitch and you know yeah and stuff. you're like well, this see, is coming from a doll and, and in the curse of Chucky like um he's too cheer up like the entire like there's not that like big huge face a, chairmation yeah, and so it's always sort of like, like kind of like He's too snarky. No, like he's not too no, snarky. No, no. He's okay, so like too nice looking. Let's put, yes. Oh, okay. So he's you know how nice he looks looking. as when he's just the doll. Yeah. That was like that cheerful way. That's like it throughout the entire. Well, stuff. and the way that they try to make him look scary, the way that they, they make just change him, lighting. They they, they oh. put like red veins in his eyes and shit. But the way, like what, I, a like I was vampire t- from Vampire Diaries. Well, yeah. like I was telling you <laughs> earlier with the the Crypt Keeper, they took the original Chucky doll and they and just made it the into the Crypt. Yeah, and so um, when you're watching this new movie, like after you know that, you see the eyes, and the eyes are still blue, but they have like triangles of like brown or orange or whatever it is, and so it's definitely different, and you can tell. Um, but it's. Sometimes when they do remakes, it's a little too different for me. Like, so yeah, but I but I think this this wasn't so. It was I think this was not so much as a remake, but a soft reboot. Yeah. Because now they're having the next Chucky movie that's getting made right now. Um, I think it's called The Cult of Chucky. So. We'll see how that Hopefully one that up. one's really good because honestly, I I didn't mind the Curse of Chucky. No, it wasn't bad, but it was also it was like uh, how they went with everything with their movies, where they did the first three, and then Chucky was gone for a while, then they brought him back with Bride of Chucky, then mm-hmm. it was Son of Chucky, and then it kind of died out again, and then the Curse of Chucky finally came out. Well, on the Seed of Chucky, um, I wasn't so big on that one. No, I didn't really like I, that one. I, no, I wasn't a big fan. On I did like the Bride of Bride Chucky. Bride of Chucky though. had some good lines. Uh, and it's, you know, it's fun and stuff. Like, I love his best line at the end of the movie. He's like, go ahead and fucking shoot me. I always come back, like, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you're like, all right. Well, see, and I like the whole the whole premise of Chucky. Like, I like the idea of it. And yeah. in The Curse of Chucky, what I do like is that they go into the history of... The, the actual serial killer. The color, actual yeah. guy that, you know, possesses the Chucky doll, which I thought was awesome. And, yeah. um... I enjoy movies that do things like that as far as, like, sequels and prequels go. Like, well, actually, I've only seen the first one, and I thought it was really interesting with uh, uh, Child's Play mm-hmm. that they didn't really go into it. They are just like, oh, this guy knows a voodoo priest. And, like, that was all the information you well, had. Well, see, and that's yeah. a wonderful... And I thought that was really interesting. That's the wonderful thing about there being multiple movies is because it kind of explains it a little bit in each movie. And in the first, like, the first movie is they keep... Chucky. Yeah. Chucky is Chucky. Like, he has his laugh. He has, you know, the things that he says. And he's a misogynist asshole. And it's great. 
you know, and uh, in The Curse of Chucky, it takes, it, it, I think one of my main issues is how long it took. To get for, to where it needs yeah, to get to. to yeah, to where it starts actually going. But once it starts going, it starts to develop the backstory. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm curious then. Do you think they're going to do that with the It movie? Or do you think that they're going to kind of... Well, It is going to be two parts. So we are going to get the first half of the movie where it's really? the children. Yes, they're doing a, a two-part... The part children in, young and then the children. Yeah, and then they're going to do the children. Oh, old, which, I didn't which, know that. Which is fine, but I, can't, I think in the original run on the miniseries, again, I haven't seen it in years, but I believe they actually kept going back and forth between the two which i think works better mm. uh but this one i think they're trying to do boom here's the so i have a feeling it part one is going to be a fantastic film I and it part if... two is probably going to be okay just because of the fact that they i don't i think they're going to use all their heavy hitters i wonder if they're the first... actually going to film uh like the the, the if they're going to do flashbacks in the second movie i don't and know use the same actors that... that played the young kids see that would be really cool and stephen king anybody that well, if you don't know who Stephen King is, I don't know where you've been. You've been under a rock. Um, Stephen King, God of Horror, as far as novels go. Yeah, he's okay. He's pretty, like, I mean, he's very renowned. Um, a lot of people really like him. My, one of my really good friends, her grandma, you know, has all the first edition books and mm-hmm. everything. Um Stephen King, you know, he's created a lot of the horror. Uh, Stranger Things, actually, uh, had Stephen King a part of it. Um but it, like, I remember when I was younger, that was the reason I hated clowns when I was younger, was because of that movie. <laughs> Same and, with my sister, actually. Yeah, and as I got older, you know, I got over my fear of clowns. Like, I I really don't have, it, like, a fear of anything other than, like, bees nowadays. Um, <laughs> but I'm really looking forward, if especially if they're doing a two-part feature. Yeah, I think that's how they're splitting it up, because I know it's a, it's a pretty big book, and that's how they did the miniseries, where they... Uh, they went back and forth with everything that so. Um, so I think that could definitely be very cool. Like I, I feel like that w- with them splitting it up in two movies, I feel like they're gonna have enough room to kind of give that backstory. That yeah, we didn't and especially really seeing like how they've been doing with horror movies lately and how they portrayed uh, yeah. Poltergeist, just the remake. I actually am pretty excited for this. So they actually the next story we have. Um, oh yeah, speaking of sequels and prequels and everything that. Uh, uh, World War Z, uh, the the first film. Uh, finally, they got a director who's going to come on board. I believe it's uh, they're collaborating with David uh, Fincher as well. And I believe uh, I'm trying to find the director's name. Uh, ch- ch- oh, maybe it is Fincher. I can't remember. David Z. Fincher directing World War Z too. World yeah, War so. Z. That's the one where they make the ant hill of zombies, right? Yeah. Now World yeah. War Z is actually based off of a with book that's actually Brad written Pitt. that's actually written by uh, Mel Brooks's son. Yeah, but the actual book is actually not written like how the movie was. The actual book is like actually the interviews after the war. So it's basically right. a journalist going around asking like people. Uh, the audio book I heard is amazing because uh, you have actually different people. Actually, Mark Hamill actually does a little bit of voice acting. No in, shit. In that, yeah. So, I'm but it, it's, basically, it's basically like you're hearing like the army man story going like, yeah, we're sitting at this thing and these things keep coming. We keep shooting at them and they keep getting up and keep coming towards us. We don't like, because they don't know what they're dealing with at this time. So it's kind of cool to see like what the fallout was afterwards of a huge, you know, zombie apocalypse and like everyone's like people surviving and then trying to get the stories from all these people. So, yeah. So um, I know this is a bit of an aside, but I got to say like the creepiest part of that movie was literally the part with the the bunny counting up to 10 and seeing the guy chained into the zombie like that is one of the most cinematically beautiful 
and creepy things I have ever seen in a movie See, that scare the crap out of me. One of the things that scares the crap out of me with movies like that um, that I've noticed, um, especially like even in Hellraiser, um, in the Cenobites, uh, Chatter, the Chatter. I forget. Oh, I think it was yeah, Chatter. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like where he like. Yeah, where he clicks okay. his teeth together, yeah. Okay, so there's been a couple zombie movies that I've seen where they've incorporated that clicking. And for some fucking reason, I don't know why it gets under my skin the way that it does. But the chatterer from um, Hellraiser is actually my favorite character, but it's because he freaks me out more than anybody else. You know and what the I think whole... it is, honestly? It's because, like, you know whenever people are eating something and mm. the metal scrapes against their teeth and it gives you goosebumps? I think it's because of that same type of, it's like, something, mental man. block or something. Because, like, honestly, anytime I've seen it in a movie... Anytime I've seen it in the movie, like, I, I forget exactly which zombie movie it was, but I saw one of the... It was in World War Z! Was it World yeah, War Z? Yeah, whenever he has the... Whenever he injects himself with the disease, yes, yes, and then the, th- yes. the zombie is, like, doing the teeth-clicking thing no, after he smells he's just standing there, and he's yeah. behind the glass here. I totally forgot about that. That's which is wh- funny, I'm because, uh, because uh, what's it called? The little, like, clicking and the chattering, so that they actually incorporated that in one of the creatures in uh, The Last of Us. They did That's the clickers, the clickers, yeah. and stuff like that. But those I, things are things where you know they put it into something and just totally freak you the fuck I, out. You know, I, I, I will say this: this is actually kind of funny. This, uh, well, we have a, we'll get through these stories real quick because they're basically just talking about remake sequels and all that kind of crap. Uh, one I will touch upon because it's actually a very cool. Uh, story that's our last story but uh speaking of the clickers and stuff like that is the um playing it again because i played it on the original the playstation 3 and then i got the remake or the remaster for, for the PS4. playstation 4 playing it again i am more ballsy than i was the last time because literally i killed every single one of those clickers in that subway thing and the first time i just tried to avoid them and oh now i was God. just like gunk, gunk, like i took them all out i'm all like and i'm really sitting there going like I have not fired a single shot from my gun yet, and I'm already this far. Like, I remember the first, like, when I was in, like, the it's, warehouse it's, thing. The I ammo was like, is so scarce in that it's game. It's so scarce, but this is the first time that I actually, like, have not fired a single shot. Well, and I'm see, like, I, okay. I started playing that game, and I actually, I got the collector's edition strategy guide and everything for it. And, um, like, before I said, I don't really get scared by things. Video games is different. Um, The Last of Us was definitely one of the video games that kind of freaked me out a little bit, but it wasn't at first. Like, at first, you know, I'd go through kind of slow, you know, whatever, but it wasn't until, because you hit um, the bloaters, which is the last evolution, pretty much, of of the disease that's happening, and, you know, they're full-fledged, you stay away from them, they're really strong, whatever, but the thing right before it, they're called stalkers, and you don't meet those until after you meet your first bloater. But the stalkers, they'll hide behind shit, and they'll, and jump, they'll jump out. They'll yeah. jump out at you, and that's my thing. That <laughs> jump scare. Yeah, again, you like you said earlier, the jump scare. <laughs> it's always the jump scare. Oh, so it. this next story actually is kind of interesting. So it goes back to Stephen King again. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Like with all these remakes that are coming out, I'm okay with because I feel like a lot of time has passed, mm-hmm. and you get to see a new take on it. And since like we have more kind of like. Uh, they're going to give bigger budgets. They're going to figure out, like, oh, this movie's going to need this much money to kind of make it look the way we want it to look uh, kind of thing. So, like you were saying, yeah, so another Stephen King adaptation, they're going to be remaking Firestarter, which, of course, Drew Barrymore 
uh, as a little girl was in. Yeah. No way. Um, yeah. I wonder if they're going to put her in again as like, oh, a they, mom or something. I, I get not even that. Even if it's a cameo, like they just have yeah. it on the back. Like that's what I'm actually really curious about the It movie. If like Tim Curry is going to be somewhere. Oh my god! If he's going to shit my pants. Oh my god! That's like that. what I said. I was telling Anna and Steve before I went to Horicon. I was letting them know because I had this little fantasy in my head that maybe Rob, Rob Zombie would show his beautiful fucking face at HorrorCon. And if he did, your head would explode. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so just with Sid Hag. Okay, when I when I did meet him, I don't know if you guys understand. I'm a huge, like, I'm a nerd. Okay, so when I obsess about something, I obsess about whatever yeah. the fucking something is. Okay, and Sid Hag is definitely one of the ones. And uh, so after I met said hey like we were walking away and i was so overwhelmed like there were so many people and i've never experienced this before like there were so many people that like i felt like i needed to go outside and just have a cigarette <laughs> because i was so like oh my god and i was just smiling nonstop. um but yeah no if rob zombie would have showed up i would have been dead I would have died at a horror con, <laughs> and I would have been okay with it. But yeah, no, if Tim Curry shows yeah. his fucking face, well, just oh, the it thing or whatnot. But uh, um, and then of course, uh, people didn't even know this or whatnot. But apparently, Tremor Six has a release date. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know they were up that <laughs> far. But yeah, that's gonna Is be Kevin uh, Bacon showing it. Wait, what's <laughs> Kevin Bacon gonna be there? I don't know, but January thirtieth of two thousand eighteen is when the uh, that movie will come out. I'm not sure if it's coming on to Netflix or demand or what it's gonna be. <gasps> Bert's coming back. Bert's Damn coming. Yes. Oh shit, nice. Bert's well, Bert's, gonna be I in think it? Bert's been in all of it. He's a badass. Yeah, he's great. And he's a uh, I'm just gonna skip to this story because the other ones uh, I'll say for another time. Um, this one actually. So Hallmark. Uh, last year, uh, I usually used to go out and get the Hallmark ornaments, like certain ones that I liked. Um, and that was like a tradition for me during the Christmas. So last year I actually saw they were all sold out of it, which I think I talked about it on the, the horror podcast last like December, but they had the queen alien ornament yes. and I really, really wanted it, but they were sold out and they didn't have any more and it got out. But this year they're releasing the, uh, Ripley in the buster, uh, the robot mech, yeah, that's uh, awesome. ornament and, uh, I think that's that one for now. They're probably going to have a couple more. Of course, we all know that. Oh, yeah, they're doing a Beetlejuice horror one. They're doing a Michonne. Uh, X-Files as well for ornaments. So there's going to be a couple of cool horror ones um, coming out. So, but that one's I'm excited for. I'm going to try to definitely get that one because that one's kind of cool. I'm actually excited because, of course, uh, I want to plug this real quick. Um, uh, Geeks Who Eat, they uh, fans of the show, friends of the show, uh, they do a food blog. So you go to, I believe it's www.geeks. Uh, geeks who eat. I think it's two geeks who eat. Dot com. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been a post on our Facebook page. Go ahead and check it out. Not only do you get a cool alien themed recipe, I believe it's for breakfast too. It's actually like the eggs uh, from Alien that they nice. kind of create and stuff. Uh, but cool. go down to the bottom, and you can also enter to win uh, VIP passes to Alien Covenant. Uh, probably see it before everyone else does when it comes oh, out. So there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Uh, find our link on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbehorrorcast. Uh, it's probably one of the first stories. It, most likely when you're listening to this, it'll probably be our show posted and then this one right below it on the Facebook page. You can find it on Twitter at BeHorrorCast. Uh, also check out Geeks Who Eat uh, Facebook page as well. They have it. So we're going to be promoting this until up until uh, I believe. It's probably going to be right before uh, the 26th because I think it comes out that weekend Okay. Um, well, the thing or whatnot um, I'm not going to lie I already threw in my hat to win so if I win fuck you all 
Uh, <laughs> Fuck you all. Uh, you should have taken your chances when I told you to. So I entered all that stuff today, and I'm I'm kind of stoked to see what will happen. But I am actually going to try to cook those alien dishes because I like to cook food and everything like that. So that should be. He actually cool. made some old school goulash. Yeah, made some before goulash the show. Tonight. It was um, pretty fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah, but I think that's going to wrap up all of our stories for tonight's yep. uh, B Horrorcast. Uh, of course, uh, you can find us, you know, forradio.com. Also, if you want to leave us a email or story of a haunted thing that happened to you or supernatural or anything you want to send our way, just go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. Don't worry, we won't sell you any Google Docs. It's going to fuck up your entire life. <laughs> um, that was a big thing today. We'll probably talk about that on Socially Awkward. Uh, but, yeah, uh, again, you can find me on the Twitter at Stephen Mooney Jr. It's also the same with Instagram. Made it easy for everybody. Uh, uh, Cody is Girls Game 2 uh, Twitter I haven't been on there in a little while oh you're fine I was just going to say if you have stuff to plug Uh, yeah IG is going to be Kill Pop Cody that's going to I'm going to try to switch everything over to that just because it's a little easier to memorize yeah Um. (laughs) no I I learned my lesson with trying to have different names PlayStation PlayStation Network and Xbox Live it's Code Red 92 so it's K-O-D 3 R3D 9-2 um, and that's for both like I said so if you want to game with me sometime you know whatever well like I said I think Cody and I are going to try to do a stream uh, for the Friday the 13th game uh, we'll, try to, so we'll, we'll keep down. you guys posted for that get ready for a lot of Scooby-Doo action with me and um, some scared as fuck action from me so, but we'll, I definitely want to stream that I think that would be a very enjoyable thing to do Anna do you have anything you'd like to I got plug? nothing Right. Well, I guess until next time, kiddos. Carpe noctum. Fuck yeah. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.